This is the part where I say the intro, right? That's how this works. It's been a while. Yo, yo, what up, what up? This is Jacob Sokol, and welcome to the WTF Should I Do With My Life podcast. I am thrilled that you are joining us, and today's episode is a follow-up to the previous episode. The previous episode was How to Become More Attractive as You Age, where I interviewed my friend and mentor, Pilar Gerasimo, and uh, she basically convinced me that I can be a bald, sexy man. A little bit more context around that. Uh, I noticed my hairline was starting to recede and my hair was starting to thin. And so I went on Google and started to figure out, listen, how do I keep my hair? And after finding so much contradictory information, essentially reached out to my mentor, Pilar, and uh, was like, listen, like, can you connect me with someone who's healthy but kind of knows about how to maintain your hair? And she's like, uh, sorry, dude, but no. Um, the you know reality is is that people age, and um, we really want to look at: Are you looking to preserve your hair from a place of uh, fear or fun? And obviously, the answer for me was fear. I'm not like, oh, well, it will be so much fun to keep my hair. I was like, ah, shit. If I lose my hair, I'm not going to be as attractive. Not going to be able to, you know, uh, create the soulmate relationship that I desire. Not going to be as, I don't know, relatable or admirable or whatever that kind of nagging little insecure voice was whispering to me or screaming at me. But nonetheless, I, uh, okay, so that's Pilar. She hit me with that kind of hard, cold, loving, important feedback. I brought her on the podcast. We spoke more about it. And I decided that. I was going to go head on into my fear, no pun intended, but I was going to go right into it and just shave my head off. Not my head. I want to shave my head. That sounds like a terrorist video. Shave my hair off. Shave my hair off and let me go into the thing that I fear most. Fear can keep so much of our power away from us. And the reality is when you're willing to go directly into your fear, it loses its power over you. It's not that it's easy. If it was easy, everyone would do it and we would do it all the time. But when we actually go straight on into our fear, we start to take our power back from it. And uh, I figured, all right, let me go head on into my fear and shave my hair, not my head, shave my hair off. So Burning Man, a festival in Nevada was coming up. I had planned to go to Burning Man and I figured, hey, let me you know, let me do it there. That seems like the perfect place to go and uh, try this alternative experiment in, in living where most people won't know me. Most people there are desiring to have fun and be self-expressive and it's kind of a massive playground filled with 70,000 people and all this amazing art. And I figured, all right, I'm going to do it there. And so the months tick down one by one and the weeks ticked down, and the day finally the days were coming upon me. I feel like I'm starting to say like old English literature now. The days were upon us. I clearly know nothing about old English literature. So uh, I figured, all right, let's do it. You know, it's interesting. One of the one of the things that I work with when I coach clients and just in my own life has been how do you become unfuckwithable, which really means how do you know that you're going to be okay no matter what happens? How do you believe in your future self's ability to cope with whatever challenges life puts in its path as you are going into the most meaningful life possible? And that's 
the essence of self-esteem really is believing in your future self's ability to navigate whatever challenges come up. So, you know, this word unfuckwithable is one that gets thrown around a bit over here in, in Sensify. And my friend asked me, what is your intention for Burning Man? It's a deeply kind of meaningful, introspective trip. Like, what do you have an intention ahead of time? And I'm like, yeah, my intention is to become unfuckable. Not unfuckwithable, but unfuckable. Because I'm going to shave my whole head off and see what happens. And uh, so the journey begins. The journey begins, my friends. And I land in Arizona, which is where we rent the RV from. We live in an RV for a week. And we're going to drive 13 hours to Nevada. And I figure, listen, why am I going to wait until I get to Burning Man? You know, we have a day in Arizona waiting for one more friend to arrive. Let me just cut this shit off now. So I'm with my other friend and uh, we take out the electric razor and I'm like sitting in the stairwell of the RV parked in some Walmart parking lot in Scottsdale, Arizona. God knows where. Never been there before. It's 110 degrees out. Got the AC blasting. We put on some dramatic music and you know, we start chopping my hair off and, you know, I was like, all right, I got this. I got this. I got this. And keeps, you know, shaving my hair off. Now, mind you, I want to take it all the way down, meaning I want to use a straight razor to get rid of any trace, any resemblance that hair ever existed on my head because I'm thinking, okay, if one day I decide that I want to be a sexy bald man, like my mentor suggested, and just get rid of all the hair, then I want to see what that would look like. And if I just keep it short, if I just use an electric razor, I won't actually get the real experience or as close as possible to what it's going to be like in that, that future. So, but you have to start, you have to start with the electric razor, okay? Uh, because if you try to use a straight edge right away, it doesn't work apparently. I've never done it before, but this is what I've heard. So you start with the electric razor, you take it down super short. That's what we're doing. That's what we did. He's done. I stand up. I walk into the the bathroom in the RV. I look in the mirror, and I immediately think, who the fuck is this guy? I don't recognize myself. I'm like, I don't know this person who I'm looking at, which is such a strange experience because all we did was chop off my hair. I feel exactly the same on the inside. I'm the same person. But when I look in the mirror, I'm like, I don't, I don't know this guy. Where did you come from? What happened to the dude with hair who I thought was attractive? I liked that guy. I thought he was looking good. Who the fuck is this bald guy now? And, you know, I'm sharing some of the inner dialogue. Um, so as the hours go on, uh, I proceed to panic. But I don't realize I'm panicking. So it sounds more like a very intense conversation in my head. And, you know, the thing about kind of being emotionally mature and aware is you want to um, understand, you, you want to notice when you have a feeling and then honor that feeling, especially if you have a space where you're not in the middle of a boardroom or you're not in the middle of parenting your kids or you're not kind of at the forefront of needing to execute and take care of shit, but you've created a little bit of space where you can essentially allow that emotion to, to, to be honored, acknowledged, processed, and then leave and then go. Like an emotion won't stick around if you aren't in the narrative and the story about why it's there, but you just allow yourself to feel it. 
and you feel so much lighter and better and at ease and you usually get an insight of like cool here's a fucking thing that now I know which I didn't know before deep piece of wisdom um all this that I'm saying wasn't happening for me I was just in my head and I was trying to think my way out of panic which isn't an effective thing that's not how the nervous system works so I'm thinking and I'm thinking you know, okay, so this is a great test that I took on in order to challenge and get stronger. I'm getting stronger from this. Or I'm coming up with all these empowering thoughts. But the reality is, is that underneath them, your boy was in a panic. So I'm talking to my good friend and I'm like, dude, I don't want to shave my head off anymore. Not my head, my hair. I'd never want to shave my head off. I'm like, I don't want to shave my hair off, dude. And he's like, well, you don't have to. And I'm like, yeah, but I kind of do because it would defeat the whole purpose of doing this unless I actually get as closely as possible to replicating what it would be like if I were to decide to be bald one day or just inevitably go bald or continue to bald and then decide to shave my, my hair off. So, uh, you know, we're stro- We're actually in a pool in 110 degree Arizona and uh, having this conversation and, and I'm super self-conscious. I feel like everyone's, you know, looking at me. No one was, but, you know, I feel super uncomfortable. Essentially, it's a low level panic, right? Low level panic attack. Um, wasn't crazy extreme. I don't want to oversell it for dramatic effect here, but I was fucking in my head for sure. So uh, moving on. Uh, you know, it's it's a challenging, to say the least, 24 hours. And my next friend arrives. We we trek. We we start the 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 adventure over to uh, Nevada. We arrive at Burning Man at like fucking four in the morning Monday night. Um, I realize that I haven't given you any other context as far as what days have been occurring up until now. So don't mind the random Monday night arrival. But uh, we arrive Tuesday, we wake up, we go explore Burning Man, and I'm like, all right, I got to do this thing. Like, it needs to happen. Um, And I bought a straight razor when we were buying supplies for Burning Man because I figured, listen, just in case I'm going to do it, even in the panic and the trying to convince myself not to, I knew to buy the straight razor, my intuition. Dude, just buy it. So we get back after a day of of exploring. Uh, My one friend is still out. My other friend is taking a nap. And I'm like, all right. That's enough. I, I'm going to bick this, the rest of this thing off. And bick is just kind of the it's slang for like a straight edge razor to bick. Well, bick is the name of the razor. So you could say like, I'm going to bick it off. So I decide to bick it off. My friend is sleeping. <laughs> I load up my whole head with shaving cream, right? So it's like I have like a white foam afro now. And I start right at the front of my head and I start to shave and it's coming off and then I go to the sides and I start to shave not all that much like you know it's like happening in short short increments and after about four minutes of shaving this white foam afro and whatever hair still existed underneath it I have a stark startling realization and the realization was this razor isn't fucking working it's not working anymore. What happened? So here I am, and now I have a visibly messed up head of hair. Like before, it was just short, but like it was rockable. Now, 
I have this whole patch at the front of my hair line totally missing. I have like some marks on like the sides totally missing. And I'm in the middle of the uh, the desert. There's no stores at this thing. You know, Burning Man is all about self-reliance. So you only have what you bring. You can't leave and go get something. It's just not part of the culture. And it would take, you know, seven hours or something like that. Uh, and it's just, you know, you're set up at camp. You can't move the RV. Like you just, once you're there, you're there. So now I'm like, yo, not only am I like almost bald with the super short haircut, but now the haircut is messed up and like, what do I do? And I realized, you know, what happened was that we shaved my head super short, but we didn't shave it all, you know, as low as possible with the electric razor. So I wake my friend up in, I mean, if you thought I was panicking before, (laughs) now I'm laughing and panicking and I'm like, dude, uh, the shade, you know, I think I need to buzz the rest of my hair off because this, this thing isn't working and the blade no longer works. And he's like, uh Oh, the problem is it's going to look weird. Like if you use the electric razor to shave the rest of it off and you already started to shave some with the straight edge, I don't think that's fixable, man. So I'm like, all right, I got this. I got, I got this. I'm going to be all right. I'm going to be all right. No worries. And, you know, I, I rinse my head off. We shave the rest off with an electric razor. It surprisingly does get pretty damn low. And I had one more straight edge razor blade with me. It was my last one. And now that my head was really, really short, um, I you know, lathered my bald head back up with, uh, with shaving cream. And I proceeded to sh- actually my friend helped shave the rest off and, and it worked. Thank God. And you weren't able to notice the weird kind of alien looking patch that I did the first time and the other you know, <laughs> remaining shaving. Um, and, you know, I rinsed off. I went outside and immediately someone in my camp said, dude, did you just shave your head? And I'm like, Yeah. And she runs over to me and she's like, can I touch it? And I was like, okay, sure. So she rubs my head and she's like, why'd you shave your head? I'm like, well, I've been having some insecurities around my hairline receding, my hair thinning. And I just decided to face my fear and get rid of all my hair and see what that would be like. And, you know, God bless this woman, right? She's like, oh, you look super sexy. Like, you know, it was like, not that I'm a religious person, but it was like the universe sent this woman to like, give me the thing that I was most insecure about and affirm like, you're going to be all right, man. Um, And listen, I am very much about not having other people's opinions dictate your opinion of yourself. And I got to be honest, I had a very human moment there of like, wow, that felt really fucking good to hear. So, um, just the, just the knowing that I got it over with, that I did the thing I was scared to do was a huge relief. And I went out that night and I just felt so free. I felt so, um, just pumped up like life, you know, it was like, ah, the panic is gone. I'm back to being myself. Life is dope once again. And I proceeded to go through the week and, you know, I was definitely self-conscious at times and wondering, um, if I had hair, would people be responding differently to me? And and th- I believe that the answer is no. 
um, it felt like people were pretty much responding the same as uh, as they kind of would. And it was way more about the energy that I was bringing to the interaction than it was about me being unable to create what I wanted uh, because I had no hair or me, you know, being um, at a disadvantage because I had no hair. Um, that was just a story in my head. And um, to whatever percent that's true, I, I think it, it could be completely not true or slightly true. Uh, but it, but the reality is, is that it's just me who gets to um, choose how I show up and what I bring to an interaction. And that is way more powerful than any self-image or natural uh, aging process that's occurring. Okay, moving on, transitioning. So did I get what I wanted out of this experience? That is the question. And what did I take away from this? And how can you apply something? Are you just listening to uh, the panicking of a life coach and the entertainment involved with that? Or is there something that you're going to take away from today's podcast? Well, fast forward to Friday night. Uh, now that I gave you some context, we arrived Monday night. Now it's Friday night. And I decide to go venture out through the middle of this desert, all these amazing art structures and lights and parties. Um, I'm on a bike and I'm by myself and I'm completely sober. I, I'm not drinking anything, not on any drugs. And I, it's about one in the morning and I, I creep into this party and it's a really dope party. Like probably the best or the second best party I saw all week there. And I just felt so good. Uh, I felt so in my body. I felt so in the moment. I felt so connected. And um, it was the experience that I wanted. I want to say that I needed, but it was the experience that I wanted, which was that I can still feel like I am, man, for lack of a better word, the man. My inner feminist is screaming at me right now. Like, don't use that word, man. Um Actually, my inner feminist wouldn't say man either. Don't use that word. I'm going to just pull it back right now before I go any deeper into that. But, um, you know, you just feel like the man. You're like, ah, oh, I feel so good. Like everyone is open and receptive to me. I feel like I am of high status at this party, which is not something that I normally walk around thinking about. How do I be high status? But I just felt like I was bringing so much good energy that I was a sought out person i was a uh, i was um someone that people wanted around them i was fuckable right like that was the thing i was fuckable and i you know left that party and uh, a few hours later uh and just felt amazing just felt like wow like that was that was really healing for me and my fears around aging and uh that's it so um going forward i am going to i believe grow my hair back and I won't say that uh, now I'm completely secure in all of my hair uh, aging you know like stuff but the reality is is that uh, I do feel way more secure I've taken back the power from the worry and the fear and uh, yeah we'll you know see where the see where the adventure leads um, but it was it was worth it it was challenging and it was liberating and it was exactly what needed to happen so um, my question for you, now that you've ventured with me over these many, many minutes, my question for you is, you know, where is there a place in your life that worry or fear is keeping some of your power? 
silence over. <laughs> and what can you do in order to take back some of that power, take back some of that worry? Is there a hard conversation you can have with someone? Is there a bold action that you can take where you go face first into the thing that you're afraid of? Is there a place that you can let go of trying to force or control life to look like how you thought it was supposed to look or what you expected it to look like and um, accept and align with life and with nature and with evolution? I offer you the inquiry to lean into. And if you take action on this, shoot me an email, jacob at sensefee.com and let me know uh, what it is and, and what you do. Um, and the other thing I'll say is that we're going to put up some pictures as well on the blog. So I don't know what we'll title this episode yet, but if you do head over to the blog, uh, you'll find some pictures, uh, the blog, whatever this episode is titled in the podcast, it'll be titled on the blog. So just look for that and, uh, I'll throw up some pictures so you can see bald Jacob and, uh, what he looks like. All right. Much love. I hope you're doing amazingly and uh, there'll be more stuff coming soon. If you're not already on the mailing list, make sure you go to sensify.com and uh, sign up for the newsletter because that's that's where I share um, kind of the latest stuff I'm working on, the latest stuff that is changing my life that I think can most help change your life. And I don't always record podcasts. I, I send out more emails, not a lot of emails, but more emails than I do podcasts. So Stay in touch. Much love. Peace.